0: Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational.
1: Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Dr. Carl Williams and I'm joined with Dr. Terry Reed and Ed Salzwedel, all directors of the San Antonio Bible Based Science Association. We're here to reassure you that you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today, we're talking with Richard Stepanek. Richard Stepanek comes to us from Grand Junction, Colorado, from an organization called Alpha Omega Institute. Richard, what can you tell us about yourself?
2: Okay. Well, my background is agribusiness. Went off to college, got an agribusiness degree, took the basic science, astronomy, and biology, and chemistry, and all these, because I was fascinated with science. And I actually incorporated that in my farming practice, because I used a lot of science with genetics and and so on, and changing equipment. I was one that liked to be innovative and do different farming practices and use what I learned uh, to change equipment, which was trying to make things more functional, using conservation methods. So evolution helped you a lot, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. when you think about it, it basically it was an evolution, it was intelligence and power under control. That... Intelligent design <laughs> helped you? Yeah, even though as an evolutionist, I use intelligent design. Got it. Yeah, and so I grew up in a false church that taught evolution to be true. I went to high school and college, taught evolution to be true. So, I was one of those that you would call a or progressive creationist that God used evolution, Big Bang, we came from monkeys and so on. And in 1990, I, I trusted Christ as my Savior by Christian radio, but I had a lot of zeal, but not a lot of knowledge. And uh, so, I got deeper into this false church. And again, they were teaching more about evolution and Genesis wasn't true, but I didn't know much. I was just a babe. And then I went to an Alpha Media Institute seminar Taught by Dave and Mary Jo Nutting, and they taught all this wonderful evidence that creation and Genesis is true. And being with my background with the, with the science and the agriculture, dealing with genetics and mutations, uh, I knew evolution didn't work. And also with natural selection. You know, a lot of people think natural selection will fuel evolution. It will not. As a farmer, natural selection is an enemy to evolution because we work with artificial selection or selective breeding. What we did was we eliminate the genes that didn't work and we kept the genes that did work. And so we became, basically made purebreds, which were less likely to change. And that's what natural selection does. It just basically what we did. It eliminates the genes that don't work. So you get a less diversity of genes and creatures are less likely to change through natural selection. I mean, it's like... No, natural selection doesn't work. If you're a farmer, you know it doesn't work because we did it. We practice it. Plus, if you're selecting,
1: natural selection means you have to have something to select from. Right. And Where you, did it go from? Yeah, and mutations didn't work. So you had a whole bunch of stuff to select from initially. And yeah. Now we
2: have less stuff to select from. That's Is that right? A, that's exactly right. It, so doesn't does that it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. In every aspect, evolution collapses. And so I became a creationist. I didn't have enough faith to be an evolutionist anymore. And I worked with natural selection or selective breeding. So, I became a creationist and I started studying and I quit farming in 97 and I started working full-time with Alpha Meg Institute. So, we travel not around just the United States, we travel the world. And I was over teaching at a Bible college in South Dakota. And I was doing my creation talks, you know, biology and astronomy and so on and, and origin of man. And one of the programs I do, I usually do it later in the in a session. Is I have one called Evolution, New Age, and Other False Religions. In that one, I connect evolution with the demonic realm, the occult. And one of the students there was a student from Tanzania. And he came up to me after that topic. He said, Rich, do you travel to other countries? And I said, Yes. And he said, Would you travel to Africa? And I said, Yeah. Well, if the Lord leads me, I will travel to Africa. He said, Rich, you need to go to Africa. What you just taught us how we, in Africa, we live with the spirits. But we don't understand the spirits. And they we're oppressed by the spirits. We don't know how to get out underneath the spirits. And that topic, you just gave us information, how we can understand and get out from underneath the oppression. He said, go to Africa. And basically, he said, set my people free from this oppression. So, Lanny Johnson, who works with me, we went to Africa for a month. And it was right after nine eleven, so we had some travel issues there, but that's beside the point. But we flew into Tanzania, into the airport of Dar es Salaam. And our host pastor there, who was the father of the student from South Dakota, the first thing he did, he brought us to a conference. It was basically a reporter conference. There was TV as I understand, there were TV reporters and newspaper reporters and radio reporters, whatever, It was in a pretty good sized room, and they were going to ask us questions. So the first question that was asked was, Why are you here? So I got up and you know and I said, If evolution is true, some people in this room are more evolved than others. Well, Lanny Johnson and I were only the very light brown people. Everybody else is very, very dark brown. And it was quiet. And I said, if evolution is true, there's nothing wrong with slavery in America. But if creation is true, we all go back to one man and one woman. God created man in his image. And you look at Acts chapter 17, Paul says, and hath made of one blood all nations. So, we all go back to one man and one woman. We are all equal, both man and woman, and all people. And also, is if creation is true, that means slavery in America is wrong. That was the only question. Did they understand why we were there? Perfect. They understand clearly why we were there. There was no other questions. That was it. That was the end of the seminar. And so the pastor got up and he started talking in some African language, Swahili. I can't remember what it was, but we, he was also our translator. So we didn't know what he was saying. And pretty soon there was a little ruckus in the in the room. There was a man in the back that was, that was very upset. And so there was this heated dialogue between the pastor and this this reporter. And so, we didn't know what was going on. We were just watching this and like, wow, what's going on here? And so, after things calmed down, the pastor looked at me and Lanny said, what I gave you was your itinerary where you're going to be speaking. That man, gentleman in the background, was a Muslim. He was upset that he was only taking us to Christian churches. The Muslim said, we Muslims also need to know this information. (sighs)
1: <sighs> Praise the
2: Lord. Yes. Praise the Lord. And so the pastor invited.
1: You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Carl Williams and Terry Reed and Ed Zalzweidel. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot Today we're listening to Richard Stepai tell us about his
2: adventures in Africa. Oh, in Africa. Yes, continuing on. And so the pastor invited that Muslim to come to these Christian churches. See, Jesus Christ loves the Muslim. He died for them. He wants all people to believe in Him and to be saved. Amen. Yes, and uh, and these people in Africa, they understood the importance of the message of creation and Genesis to be true. And what I found interesting is these people were always oppressed. They they've just feel oppressed. And uh, we were doing a pastors' conference there, and one of the pastors came up to me and said, "Rich, what ape did we evolve from?" I'm thinking, "What?" I said. What you know, I was thought we evolved from monkeys or you know and chimpanzee-like creature, but th- this pastor was said that they evolved from a different ape. And I didn't realize later until I did some research, is what they were taught was the Africans, the dark brown, because there's nobody really black, they're dark brown. We will get into that. But the dark brown people evolved from gorillas, the Asians evolved from orangutans, and the light brown evolved from chimpanzees. Since our chimp was more evolved than their ape we're more involved that. And so I'm doing this conference and I'm going through that. We all go back to one man, one woman. We are all the same color. There's no two different color people in the world because there's only one pigment for skin tone and that's melanin. It depends on your genetics. If you have the genetics to produce a lot of melanin in your skin, you're going to be dark brown. If you got in between, you're brown. If you have the few genetics for dark brown or this melanin, you're light brown, but everybody's the same color. We're just different. Brown. We're all brown. It's not like black lives matter. It's all brown lives matter. That covers everybody. Oh, right. Yeah. Human life matters. Human life, all human life matters because every human life is made in the image of God. Amen. And he loves every human being. And so, I'm teaching this that we all go back to one man and one woman. We're all basically distant cousins because basically we're roughly 99, depends who you talk to, up to 99.9% genetically identical. We're pretty close to all identical twins. So there is no racism. So when these pastors understood that we all go back to one man and one woman, they did not evolve from some eight. These pastors got so excited. Some of them literally, I mean literally, jumped up and down on their chairs. <laughs> I kid you not. So I'm asking, you know, I'm going through this while I already knew this, but where does this whole idea of racism come from? Well, we look at Darwin's book. We look at the title. Most people know the, the title, The Origin of Species by Means of Natural Selection. But they don't realize the subtitle. The subtitle is the preservation of favorite races in the struggle of life. Evolution is the foundation for racism. Creation is the foundation. We all go back to one man, one woman. We're all precious in God's sight. So if you want to fight racism in the world, well we can teach evolution, but we need to teach what's wrong with evolution, but we need to teach creation because that's the only way in my viewpoint we're going to fight racism is we've got to get back to God's word to be literally true. There is no such thing as racism. Even
1: Stephen Jay, Jay Gould acknowledged that racism existed before Darwin yeah, but evolution essentially skyrocketed racism It
2: did because of his evolutionary idea. Right, Yeah, because evolution goes back before Darwin, and the whole racism does. Yeah. But uh, so, if we really want to fight racism in this country, we need to get back to the word of God to be true in Genesis. Because exactly. that's where we're going to fight it, because we all go back to one man and one woman. What I also found out, as I'm in Africa, one of the pastors came up to me and said, Rich, you people in America can do whatever you want if you set your mind to it. We in Africa, we can't do anything. And I thought about that uh, and uh, I thought, these people are highly intelligent. They're highly intelligent. They're very strong. You know, they you know, we will go back to one man, one woman. Why is it they can't do this? Well, it, it deals with the culture. In my studies or whatever, it's seen the culture. If, if you try to be successful and try to get ahead, they will take it away from you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there is no incentive to better your life. This is socialism. This is communism. It basically—you look you at mean, that culture. Is bad. Yeah, I've been to Russia. Oh, I've been to Russia a number of times, and I've—I've I've seen their socialized medicine. And uh, this is back, in, you know, after the fall of communism, which really didn't fall, but it you know, deceived the West. But uh, I go to Russia, and I would say, "Oh man, I am so glad we don't have socialism and Marxism in our country. I mean, we are so blessed." I saw what the results of Marxism and communism. I said, "We don't want to go there." I know people, I got friends who grew up in communist countries. They think we're crazy to just go to this socialistic Marxist way because it's all built on evolution. Evolution is a lie. And if it's built on a lie, it's not going to work. It's a disaster. It brings death and struggle. And you know, the thief comes not to, but to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's exactly what I saw. And so it's like, Oh yeah, in this country, we had this biblical base. You work hard. You can keep what you, what you work for. And you're protected by the government for that. And you go out and help other people that in need. Communists, everything that communists touch, socialism touches, destroys. Look at Venezuela. I mean, that doesn't work. But that's beside the point. And so also another pastor came up to me and said, there's no communism in this country. Well, I kind well, of found that hard to believe. But he said, we had 10 to 12 years of communism and it totally destroyed this country. And they still have that mindset of socialism. But they realize that communism, and that mindset doesn't work. It oppresses people. And we see that, and it's all based on evolution. See, evolution just doesn't affect just in the science. It affects every aspect of our life. And that's why the Bible
1: should be what affects every aspect that's of life. Exactly and that's exactly right. That's why we preach, and that's why we have you here. And thank you so much for joining us.
3: Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salswell, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.